0: I'm joined by Jonathan Taylor and Phil Talentier for this week's Tribe Supper. We're talking the retained list after Borough confirmed that Emmanuel Ledesma and Seb Hines are following Dean Whited out the door. Um, Woodgate was still waiting uh, for what will happen with the club captain's future and a few of the younger lads have gone as well. Phil, do you know, any real surprises in the list that we've seen?
1: Not for me. Um, I don't think anyone expected uh, Ledesma to stay beyond this season. He, he barely got a look in, did he, last season. Um, Seb Hines... A a real frustration of a player because there is some talent there, and uh, when he did play, you know, he showed plenty of examples where he could be potentially a. A regular 1st teamer yeah. at, at the back, so it's a shame for him. Um, but I think there has to come a point whereby you say, "Look, enough's enough. We just can't keep him on the pitch long yeah. enough." And he seems to have adapted to life in America. While well, I can see him making a career for himself over, the dream there. over there, it? absolutely, fair, yeah. yeah. And he's got, he's got. I think he's got an American passport as well. Yeah. I can see him getting involved in the American national team. Mm. His dad's American, so.
0: And I know we've said it in the past. Uh, sorry, Jim, but it's probably a good time to be going to the MLS, isn't it? If you're going to go, they've got the. You Know they've got the TV coverage now all at once. If you're ever going to go over
2: there, it's that was a good time, isn't it? The profile's never been higher, has it? Obviously, with the new Sky Sports deal and everything, I mean, it's what everyone's talking about, and obviously, yeah, uh, you've got people like Kai Kamara ripping up the league over there. Um, but going back to the retain list, I mean, I don't think there's any real surprises. I thought Whitehead was actually quite a surprise when, when that was announced, but in terms of Ledesma, he's, I mean all season I mean I've covered him quite extensively for the under 21s and that's all he's been playing really um, since he came back um, from his loan spell he's done well for the under 21s but obviously I mean he's just not a Karanka player if you look at him he's got moments of genius I remember him whipping a 25 yard free kick up at St James's in the top corner for the 21s and you think my god this guy's a player but um, he's just other parts of his game if you look at the kind of the the way that Adam Reach and Adoma have adapted their game, I don't think Ledesma's got that in him really. Um, but no one has a bad word to say about him. I speak I speak to quite a few people about him this season, and they always say he's a terrific guy. You know, always has a smile on his Good face. Pro. Good pro works hard, but it's just it, it, it'll
1: be a shame to see him leave. Really. It, it was a little bit unlucky as well, you know. In the summer when players were thin on the ground, uh, I off often says we only had six or eight players <laughs> in the summer. Um, well, that's quite true. I'm not so sure, but Ledesma was injured at the start of pre-season. Was it a broken foot? I think it was a foot or a toe, something like that. And I remember he didn't travel to Spain for the pre-season tour. And when you think how few players were around then, that was a really good opportunity for him to stamp his place on the team. And Adam Reach, actually, um, on the left made the most of his opportunity. and You just wonder, you know, talking about players who may just missed the boat, because yeah. that's what it can come down to, can't Absolutely. it? You're not being in the right place at the mm-hmm. right time. I think that was really unfortunate for the Desmond, because we'll, we'll go on to it in a minute, but he was one of those players who could turn a game. And uh, It's interesting what John says about Whitehead, because I suppose you could make a case for keeping him. I'm, I'm sure he was probably on a salary that was too too high for a player who was a fringe squad yeah. member. Um, but there's no doubt you could come in and sit in that position just in front of the back four. Mm. You know, next season if one of our main guys gets injured, but I think I think that's significant because obviously you, you've got players like Forshaw on the fringes, and I would imagine if one thing that I'd want to do next season or move towards next season, having a little bit more mobility right, right. across the pitch. Yeah. And do you really want a player whose game's all about just sitting? Mm. So we might see someone like Forshaw. Give the give the team an extra dimension in you know in pre season and and obviously as as the season unfolds as well. Just
0: just back to that Ledesma point you made. Cause you think with the reach, with obviously reach getting the chance at the start, you would have thought that that had probably been Ledesma's position to lose, wouldn't it? If he if he had a start of the season. I rec- I remember the the season he signed um, and Borough played at Pools, obviously annual pre season friendly, and he had an absolute worldy of a game there. And and George Friend played. It was the first time I'd seen George. I remember. Th- he didn't have a great game. I remember thinking, who's this left back we've signed? But Ledesma looked like a world beer, obviously how things change. and then obviously the Millwall game, which we'll we'll move on to now. I mean, the, you know, not long after Karanka had been appointed. It proved to be a huge game that didn't it? And and Ledesma was the match winner.
1: Well we talked about and both, we'll both will get on to that, but I mean there are a few unsung heroes of Karanka's early years and he is more than anybody the man who Set Borough on the course yeah. from from the mess they we were in in November December 2013. The Millwall game, absolutely. I remember sitting there in the in the new den as it's mm. called. Um, it was a late kickoff, wasn't it? A tea time kickoff. It was, free. it was a week before Christmas. It was. I think it was raining sideways. Mm. The home fans were in turmoil. Because um, Lomas was, Lomas just was the manager, the boom, yeah. it was one of the worst first halves of football I think I've ever seen and at the time I think Burr only won once under Carranca, yeah. it was looking pretty grim and um, out of nowhere really, two moments of magic, uh, largely through um, Ledesma, Burr got a win out of nothing and he was pivotal over Christmas and New Year that year, uh, suddenly helping Burr turn the corner and they picked up some important results. And it's probably been a little bit forgotten about now because obviously Karanka's main focus when he went in was res- was sorting the defence. But that 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 job that Ledesma did around that time shouldn't be forgotten.
0: Well, well sorry, John, but just just quickly, we, we we often talk about Luke Williams, kind of you know the undoubted talent. It's just pulling it out of him. Players like Ledesma must be so frustrating to manage because. You know, on the fiver side pitch or on the training pitch, he look superb, and It's just kind of pulling it out week in, week
2: out. It is. It's incredibly. He's an incredibly gifted footballer, and and everyone at Rockcliffe will admit that. It's just modern football now. There's so many more responsibilities you need than just being a talented footballer, and that's where he perhaps falls a little bit short. I mean, looking at Ledesma's Borough career, it's it's interesting, it. He really, he really is absolutely sensational, or out in the wilderness, isn't yeah. he, really? I mean, I think it was at the back end of 2012-13, uh, he picked up a quite a bad ankle injury, didn't he, in the mogger, mm. and then was out in the wilderness, and then he, he came on at Birmingham, which is a couple of games before that Millwall game, for the last second, then I think, after following his Millwall performance, I think he went, he was pretty much a regular yeah. for the
1: rest of the season, wasn't he? I think he, I've got 16 starts, I think which
2: is incredible.
1: Um, yeah, I think he played in nearly every match, yeah. either as a sub or a starter, and finished the season with two goals at Yorville, which mm-hmm. we both remember well. Um, it, the, the thing about Ledesma is, if you look at his career, and I like to look at what... Players have done when they join the club in terms of their career profile. And the one thing that was noticeable about, uh, more noticeable about Ledesma. In fact, I actually say those words is that he'd never had a long spell with any particular club. It mm. had half a season here, a full season there. I think he was a free agent <coughs> at Walsall, wasn't he, when he yeah. came to Borough? And that tells you that it's a is a player who's never really found his feet. Anyway, you know, I like to say a player must have two or three solid years somewhere if you're going to buy somebody of that age and profile. So. I guess what's happened for him at Borough fits with his career before he even joined the club. But as as, as John O says, um, really talented guy. But the, the 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 football world is littered with with really talented guys who can't pin should, down the should place. Be, should be. Yeah. Very,
2: very interesting point you made as well about you know how he was really bang unlucky the timing of his injury, certainly when he you know, in the summer, um, when he were out in Marbella Reach took the took the opportunity because I mean that was that was his time, wasn't it? I mean yeah, if you compare absolutely. him to you know, someone like Ben Gibson who I think this season has really taken his, his opportunities brilliantly. I mean, Ken obviously came back from the World Cup late and as a result Giver really benefited from that. You know, give limped off against Birmingham and it looked oh, here we go, Ken's gonna be you know, a dead shoe straight back in. But no, Giver bounced back and he's taken his opportunities right and you need a little bit of luck really if you're a footballer, don't you? I mean, if you get an injury at a bad time, and it's it's devastating. Look at Harry Kane, you know, he, he got his chance by a little bit of fortune at, at Tottenham and, and back to him.
0: where we started. Seb Hines would be mm. the same I mean, mm. so many times. You'd, you'd hobble off. It must be so frustrating. I think Ledesma. Before we move on, I don't think he was short of suitors, will he? You know, he impressed at Rotherham on and Steve Evans made it clear that he liked him. You wouldn't be surprised to see him come
1: back. Yeah, I think I think you hit hit the nail on <clears> the head when you mentioned about the fact that he impressed against Hartlepool. And I think at that level, when he's playing up against League One and League Two clubs. He has the ability to stand out, yeah. and uh, that's probably the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably is, and there's no shame in this. A very good League One, League Two player, and he'll probably finish his career for the next three, four, five, six years, however long he plays for, around that level. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, you can see him again talking about America. He's exactly the sort of player you'd think would would thrive. Yeah. in in a situation like the MLS or like the Australian Premier League whatever it's called pressure free it's kind of it's kind of almost without patronising it it, you feel sometimes it's it's a little bit exhibition football Um, you get a little bit more time to demonstrate your skills there's probably a few more goals flying about and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because football at the end of the day is entertainment and I, I enjoy watching some of those games so it's not to say that level of football is any worse or better than our level of football. It just is what it is, and I think for players like Ledesma, maybe it's Hines, probably don't come across centre backs who go through your knee height as often. <laughs> hopefully, um, that that can be the you know you sometimes just find your your, your area, don't you? Yeah, if, yeah, you find, of your find
2: your level. Something that will play in Ledesma's hands as well. Everyone kind of says it. His personality is absolutely infectious. Yeah. Apparently, he's a fantastic guy to be around around the training ground. Um, you know. When I've been watching some of the under 21s games, speaking to people there, they've been saying, "I mean, he's an absolute joy to have around the place." And there'll be a lot of clubs that need are wanting someone a little bit, bit different like that, a bit of a character that will, you know, help them along. You won't be short sure of suitors, so I've no doubt about that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have kind of watched him you know, for the twenty ones, if, if even uh, after his spell at. Rotherham and uh, I even think bottom end of the championship hey, the, yeah, the, the real lower agree, yeah. the kind of the lower third of the championship you wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if one of them took a, took a gamble for a year on him uh,
0: you mentioned there Phil you touched on kind of unsung heroes just going off slightly of Carranca's of first year Ledesma wasn't alone was he there, there are a fair few when you look back the likes of You know, we've brought a few down here, Varga, Richie Smallwood until he went, Danny Graham. We forget about them now, don't we, looking back?
1: Yeah, it's very easy to rewrite history, isn't it, and think that Karanka's time was all about last season and Borough getting into the playoffs and almost getting automatic promotion and the team that he built last summer. But the work he did with the players he inherited, you know, Dean Whitehead, let's face it, when when Karanka came in, it was was so far out of favour, it was beyond belief, you know... um, he, he wasn't doing well for the club. Um, Tony Mowbray was fudging the issue, probably should have dropped him before he was dropped. You know, um that transfer hadn't worked at that point and Karanka came in and took players like Whitehead, like Smallwood, um, he boxed clever in the transfer market a little bit and brought in the Danny Grahams and, and 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 created a functional team. Um I mean even the classic example, I know hes he's not a, a forgotten Member of the squad, but Dimmy.
0: Oh, absolutely. Dimmy was the
1: training ground goalkeeper, yeah. more or less, when, when Karanka took over. And so I think that, that pays tribute to Karanka and the fact that he was open minded enough to take the players on face value, not, not go off what he'd heard or second hand knowledge. Mm. You know, if you hear about managers, don't you come into a club thing? Everyone's got a fair chance, but you know re- reality. Yeah. The, they'll have made,
0: mind they made the mind the training. Particularly session.
1: if they're from this country, mm. they'll have heard about fifty, sixty, seventy per cent of the players who are already at the club, they'll have made their minds up, like you say. You come from Spain, completely open slate, you know, clean slate for everybody. And um and, and they responded. Can you imagine if you're a player who's out out of the picture and suddenly this guy comes in and says, well, shows what you can do. Yeah. It's interesting now you know at
2: the beginning of this season, certainly when Carrancas and he wants two players for every position, um and obviously you got you've got Bamford, Vossen, you know, Tomlin, Kike if you hark back to 12 months ago back in the last season I remember I watched Burr at Yeovil and, and it was Danny Graham and, oh. and that was about it well, really Kurt Lundberg we saying Kurt Mane Mane. Kai Kamara often yeah. found
0: themselves farmed out on the mm. left hand side
2: didn't I, mean, I remember Graham that day and he missed two absolute sitters didn't he but he kept on going and he scored, scored as well, well yeah, scored yeah. as well yeah. it's often forgotten and, and you know, he harks back then to twelve months' time, Patrick Bamford, championship player of the year, will have been at Borough and Borough have four strikers, you know, all going for it. He's he really did stabilise it at the back first, didn't he? And then once he got the defence rock solid, then he, he moved forward and, and really brought into for each position up front.
1: Well Curtis Mayne's a classic example, Absolutely. isn't he? Yeah. I mean Curtis was a fringe player more or less out you know, on on, on the way out of the of the club I and mean, looking at his record he he was more or less it was pretty much a sub if, if he was in the squad at all mm-hmm. under Tony at that point. And, and to be fair, you couldn't make a really strong argument for him to be in the team. But but when he got his chance, you know that that thing about Karanka having an open mind, he knew that Curtis Mayne wasn't going to score a load of goals. And when he released him at the end of last, the season before last, he said that was the reason we need strikers who can score goals. Yeah. But what he did see in Curtis Mayne was a player who for <clears> 90 <throat> minutes plus stoppage time, would give him exactly what he asked for, which was to run, chase, Harry, tackle, make an awkward, make himself awkward mm. in terms of what the opposition want you to do, um, and and that shows that he was open minded. You know, Curtis Mayne isn't going to be, you know, part, was never going to be part of Borough's long term future under Karanka, but he made the most of what he had.
0: And I think talking about finding the level, you know, Main's done that, hasn't he, in League One? I think he was too good. To, I know there was talk of Hartlepool. Uh, having a sniff round last last uh, summer. He'd have been too good for League Two, I think. I think League One, isn't he? he? He scored a fair few goals, didn't he, there last year? Uh, while we're touching on um, the retained list, John, you, you're probably the man to ask. A few of the, the younger kids have, have been released. David Atkinson, who who was knocking on the door of the first team at the start of the year when, uh, shock, horror, we were struggling for a right-back. And Ryan Brobble as well, who... who are, others kind of flutter to deceive here and there are there surprises or
2: um, I wouldn't say the surprises I mean neither, they're both more the more kind of established end of the, in the 21s I mean Atkinson we talked about he needing a bit of luck as a footballer I mean he's just picked up some bad injuries at bad times as well for Borough but I mean he's he was obviously the 21 captain for a long time and, and he's obviously now since uh, signed for Carlisle and I'm sure that he'll just be hoping to get through um, you know the whole League 2 campaign next year with you know injury free and see where he goes from there, I mean, I don't think he can look any further than that, um, Brobble as well, um, I mean, he had a couple of trials before the end of the season, I think he went over to Scunthorpe and had a trial over there, um, I'm sure there won't be any shortage of people interested in him, it's just what level really, um, I know he spent some some time on loan at Hartlepool as well, but I mean, I spoke again, a few people about Brobble and they think that the higher level that he plays at, he'll be able to you know, kind of fit into whatever team that level is, I mean, a few people say that if we can get him into a league one team, he would eventually adapt into that quite nicely. um It's no surprise that they left Middlesbrough and they've got a great education behind them after what ten ten eleven years at the academy. um I know Dave Parnaby said that there was a few kind of tears when. Um, from all of the lads when they were saying bye to these people that they've, yeah. they've kind of grown up with but. it's an education is it it's mm.
0: like you need to school to school with them for mm. three four nights a week for eight nine ten
1: years it's probably the, and probably one of the best educations you can mm. get in football you know I mean the you look through the leagues; there are a lot of players who who came through the borough academy, are, you know, totally. much more than many other clubs, mm. and a lot of them are, you know, well-rounded individuals. The club places a lot of focus on not just their football education, but their education as as round, you know, fully fully-rounded <coughs> individuals. So. You know the the club can take a huge amount of credit for that, and just because they don't have a future at Middlesbrough Football Club doesn't mean to say they haven't got a great future in the game. You know, David Atkinson's already got a club, hasn't he? Yeah. Ryan Brobbel will have no trouble getting a club. All those lads will, will find, and I think that the, the, they're all, or the, nearly all, decent technical footballers as well. Yeah. So. You know, as people and as players, they'll enhance where they go.
2: It's really strange as well, as you say. They're the most, more established kind of players. They're, they're only twenty-one, twenty-two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the way that football's going, isn't it? You've at the minute at Bury, you've got kind of an under-18 team that have won the national, you know, the national league, and are, are now pushing up to the twenty-ones. So the people at the top end of the twenty-ones are now, you know, they're under pressure and yeah. now step up because they've got you know, young whippets, you know, coming in after their place. But. It's interesting because obviously over in Spain, I mean, they keep older academy players for a lot longer, don't they? Um, But it's interesting that if you've not pushed in by about 20 now, that's a
1: a bit of an issue in English football. Actually, is the gap between talented 18, 19 year olds Mm. and then making that step up to be a hardened pro. And within the game, there's a huge debate about which which, which way to go. I mean, it's you know, along, yeah. You know, there's in Italy, players aren't expected to break into the first table twenty three, twenty four. You yeah. know, but how do you keep a 19, 20 year old player who's highly talented? Happy with under twenty one football, you know the loan system's there to help. But I don't think the average English twenty one year old is happy to be part of some sort of long term development plan. They want to play, and that, that that is across the board. And that you know, it's it's a subject for probably another day. But the development of players of that age, you know, you know, Borough can't really afford to keep twenty lads at the age of twenty twenty one on the books, no. hoping that they'll come good in three or four years' time. No club can really, apart from the the Chelseas of this world. And, and likewise, the players aren't happy to settle for that. So it is a long term issue because probably one or two of the players that will leave Borough might come back and haunt us You know, in, in four or five years' time. That is a gamble. That, Every, yeah, it's a yeah. to do. Yeah. All the Desmond next season. <laughs> yeah. But I, mean, I personally would like nothing more than someone like Ryan Brobble to you know kick on.
0: No, absolutely. And in
1: three or four years' time, he's won his play. You know, the Cameron Jerome mm. classic yes. example, isn't it? A player who had a trial at Borough and, you know, we had far, far better players at the time. There was no need to for Borough to take him on. But well done him for making a career for himself and he's now back in the Premier League. So it can be done.
0: And from one extreme to the other, from the, from the young lads coming through to the kind of master of his art, Jonathan Woodgate, there's still, um, although his contract has officially come to an end, uh, it's still as you were, isn't it, Woody? You know, It's, it's over, I guess, to him and... Karanka to decide what's going to happen. What do you expect? What do you think we'll see? Do you think we'll see we'll give it his boots on next year possibly in the dugout alongside Karanka?
2: I mean, it's a difficult one. I mean, Woody said that he's not going to rush the decision and he, he spoke to him after after the playoff final at Wembley and he, he kind of wasn't going to be drawn either way, he was giving nothing away. Karanka's always said that it's up to him, but I mean, personally speaking, do do you see Wood getting it next year? I, I think there'll be a nice role for him. I so. somewhere but yeah, I, I'm so. not sure whether it'll be on the on the playing pitch.
1: well he's been start, he's on with his badges, isn't he? He's mm. coaching badges. So you can imagine he wants to carry on getting those sorted as soon as possible. If I can imagine the chairman would want him around the place, you know, as much as anything as a good as an, as somebody who can talk to the younger players and yeah. advise them what to avoid, you know, he's had a few as we all know, a few wrong steps along the road to his to, to where he got to now. Uh, so he can, you know, and he's learned from that. So I mean, as a playing role, I'm not so sure. You know, I, I, I can. The only thing I can see possibly being the case is that he's registered, mm-hmm. and if Burrow is struggling for numbers, he, he's, he's on some sort of pay-your-player arrangement. He's certainly
0: capable, isn't he? Uh, he's, Look at the yeah. end of that season. Yeah. It, standard, I, I, it would
1: be. I mean, it would have been great if Burrow won promotion, and he either waved everybody farewell at yeah. Wembley or stopped on and tried to maybe uh, as a he's member a of the Premier player, League yeah. squad. But I, I think that I wouldn't want to see him. Just putting himself back on the line again, you know, if if, if there's any chance of him really seriously injuring himself, because he's been a great player.
2: What you don't want to see is the sight that it was against Wolves, wasn't it? Where yeah. he looked absolutely distraught when he limped off at home to Wolves, mm. and, and we thought that's the end of him. We don't want to, the end of his career to, to be like that. Mm. He deserves a lot better, and, and ideally, he, he deserved to, to win at Wembley in yeah. the, the playoff yeah. final. to lift the cup,
1: but, but it wasn't to be. When I mean, the fond farewell after the Brentford game, I mean, that. Was special, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a once in a lifetime chance for him. Probably to say, well, it's not going to get any better than that. Yeah. Waving farewell at the fans, a full house. We've just beaten good Brentford. It, yeah, it, it was. Um, it was a. It was a fitting end to his career. If he wants to play on, great. You know, good luck to him. I wouldn't. You know, but um, I can see and I, I can see a strong argument for saying it's been a great career, but a lot to offer as a coach. I'm thirty five. Do I need the grief? <laughs> yeah, I completely
0: agree. Well, thanks again, Jono. Thanks, Phil. That's excellent. Cheers. Cheers. Man. <laughs>